Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Logan Paul, a WWE part-timer only on the basis of his infrequent stints, is yet to wrestle a subpar match. Sky Blue, meanwhile, is a good-to-great AEW prospect whose growth in the Tony Khan-fronted group has been thus far very telling of what the future holds for the pillars of AEW's women's division. Both of these are worthy of the next big thing moniker, unlike, uh, this lot. I'm Gareth from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 next big things in wrestling nobody cared about. Number 10, Austin Theory. Triple H was instrumental in the scouting, signing, and development of so many would-be top WWE superstars that you forget Austin Theory stood among them. A brash blue chipper, Theory's reign as Evolve Champion got the hype train behind across 336 days of hidden gem matches versus Kyle O'Reilly, JD Drake, and a ton more that saw him come out the other end a carbon copy of what the prototypical WWE superstar looks like. But that's precisely why he's failed to get over with the audience. Staunch WWE supporters don't want a less chisel. Triple H clone. They want panache and finesse. And while Austin Theory has charisma, he doesn't have a lot of it, sadly, meaning he's looked like a chump in promo battles with John Cena and in just about every appearance on SmackDown post-draft. Having been also involved with the US Championship since April 2022, featuring in 70.83% of the Championship's televised matches with zero standout attractions, it wouldn't be a stretch to describe Austin Theory as having devalued the United States title amidst Gunter's restoration process for the Intercontinental championship. Now there is a next big thing I can get behind. Number 9, Eric Watts. Eric Watts managed to weasel his way into 16 different wrestling companies throughout his career, while looking like he'd had 20 minutes of training. Eric joined WCW from the power plant, an apparent world champion in the making, scoring wins over a young Steve Austin and Diamond Dallas Page, challenging for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, and wrestling on four WCW pay-per-views. Eric Watts was a future world champion, statistically. In reality, he was feckless bad to an almost reckless extent. Ostensibly given favourable treatment at the time of his father's tenure as WCW Booker, he failed to make a lasting impression and soon followed Daddy to the then WWF, where as part of the hapless Techno Team 2000 duo, Eric Watts failed to grab the attention of the audience once again. This cycle repeated everywhere Watts went. TNA, ECW, All Japan Pro Wrestling, and assorted North American independents were subjected to a cataclysmic Eric Watts booking. It wasn't just the nepotist booking from his father that derailed 
Hamilton, though, he was hopeless as a performer. A charisma vacuum, Eric couldn't work the most basic of matches, routinely flopping when attempting virtually any fundamental wrestling strike. Number 8. The Ascension Were the Ascension born into the wrong era of WWE? Absolutely. Connor and Victor display consistent strength across their 364-day stint as NXT Tag Team Champions. The doubles division in NXT wasn't exactly bubbling at the time, admittedly, but the Ascension brought an aura of real brute force to the division. The phrase main roster call-up is what plagued them post-NXT, though. Thrust into the world of main roster WWE in December 2014, the Ascension were given Road Warriors rip-off branding and were pointed and laughed at for weeks by commentary. The once callous duo of NXT's tag team division now being the laughing stock of WWE's tag division. Connor and Victor were used to put over every other WWE pairing. Their future cosmic wasteland team with Stardust being the highlight of their run in the end. And that wasn't exactly stellar, was it? Number 7. Diesel As Diesel, Kevin Nash was a harrowing portrayal of a WWE champion, lacking the indispensable traits needed to thrive in the role. As he failed to draw across his almost year-long oppression over Vince McMahon's fledgling sports entertainment empire. The new generation era wasn't as catchy an era in-ring-wise as its attitude and ruthless aggression successors. Instead, acting as a transitional period between those and the preceding golden era of steroids, audacious personalities, and Hulk Hogan Hulk Hoganizing his way to superstardom. After the era of Hogan's, Randy Savage's, and Ultimate Warriors, someone like Diesel, an ample big man who was pushed beyond what his work merited, wasn't quite cutting it for audiences. Business was poor and Diesel didn't add to Vince McMahon's fortunes in the way initially intended. Slow, plodding and grunting just weren't good enough anymore. Now I've got a question for you, who is the greatest wrestling big man of all time? Well let me know in the comment section down below. Number 6. Curtis Axel Curtis Axel should have made it big. He wasn't a terrible hand between the ropes, but WWE as they do with virtually every My Dad Was A Wrestler 2 arc, relied too heavily upon the past. Not allowing Axel to become his own character in favour of him playing his father's old role, albeit with less flourish. The immediate Paul Heyman association was the first sign that WWE viewed Axel as a potential headline act. Wrestling John Cena and Triple H was the second. The third? Winning the Intercontinental Championship, a belt that his father helped craft into the work-rate title. But Curtis Axel wasn't a solid IC champion, and it wasn't before long that he dragged the belt down. Axel was evidently made a Paul Heyman guy to keep the former ECW running man on screen during Brock Lesnar's time off. But even he couldn't elevate the second generation star beyond his career ceiling. Needless to say, when Lesnar did return, it was goodbye to Curtis Axel. He only ever enjoyed brief flirtations with success beyond this. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Number five, Alberto Del Rio. By 2010, WWE had stopped producing what the audience wanted to see and focused on what they wanted. Alberto Del Rio was their next crack into the Hispanic market following Rey Mysterio. Possessing the tools necessary of a WWE headliner, Alberto had the gift of the gab, was a skilled striker and submission-based worker, and knew how to use the ire of the audience. He was quite literally a walking embodiment of what WWE wanted, but it just never worked out. Alberto Del Rio was presented as WWE's next top star several times throughout his two main roster stints, though it became evident across Del Rio's first 12 months in WWE that the audience was never going to accept him as a top draw. Winning the Royal Rumble match, Money in the Bank briefcase, and two WWE championships in 2011 alone, Alberto Del Rio was cursed by his own booking. He thrived, naturally receiving healthy paychecks due to his status, but at what cost? Nobody liked him, nobody cared about him, and nobody wanted to see him. His subsequent babyface turn in 2013 was so blatantly forced too, that it may as well have been the nail in his coffin of a WWE career. Alberto Del Rio was a WWE cast-off masquerading as WWE champion. Number 4, Nathan Jones. Simply put, Nathan Jones sucked. Badly. Completely inept as to how professional wrestling was supposed to work, he was sluggish in his offense, wholly monotonous when presented with a microphone, and failed to forge a relationship with the audience that is crucial to a babyface's success. Being dragged to a passable to good match zero times out of ten, Jones lasted longer than he had any right to in all honesty. The coup the grass of his WWE run being a Survivor Series 2003 match on Brock Lesnar's quintet against Kurt Angles. This was seven months after he was scrapped from the WrestleMania 19 card though. Vince McMahon had already realized how mediocre his latest pet project was going to be, and given how many releases WWE had already made slash granted by November 2003, that being 14, it's a genuine miracle that the Aussie behemoth wasn't on the chopping block. Remarkably, Vince McMahon still didn't realize how big of a flop this supposed next big thing was going to be, because in 2008 he was reportedly open to giving the former powerlifter another look-in. Jones never attended the tryout, though. Probably for the best. Number 3, Lord Tensai. In Japan, Matt Bloom as Giant Bernard became a top performer. He was a throwback bruiser whose work in bad intentions, the pairing of him and Carl Anderson, earned him plaudits. Returning to WWE in April 2012 undid every ounce of that progress. Recast as Lord Tensai and sporting some Japanese tribal paint spewed across his face because of course, the 330-pounder was presented as the the next dominant threat at the height of the Cena wins lol campaign. Except he didn't confront John Cena. Brock Lesnar, the real next dominant threat, did in his own WWE comeback. Lord Tensai, meanwhile, flattened Alex Riley in a serviceable squash before misting his own hand to iron claw Riley to sleep in front of a dreary audience. They cheered initially, but that was because it was the post-WrestleMania crowd witnessing a return. They would have popped if Nunzio wandered out. WWE was evidently keen to promote Lord Tensai to the highest degree possible because three weeks into his comeback run, Tensai was besting John Cena. It wasn't clean because again, of course, but this was a real opportunity to create a new main roster beast for when Brock Lesnar wasn't collecting his tri-annual paycheck.
back. And WWE fumbled it because, of course. Number two, Parker Boudreaux. Parker Boudreaux infamously has been compared to Brock Lesnar since he first entered the spotlight and has been plagued by the curse of comparison ever since. Boudreaux looks like Lesnar, sort of, in that his default facial expression is that of a snarl. But this is pretty much where the comparison ends. Boudreaux is nothing like Lesnar in ring-wise, but everything like your average WWE Performance Center trainee. His work is uninspired, as was the Joe Gacy pairing, who he failed to ever click with, and so, devoid of any audience resonance, Parker squashed a glut of goobers, with his only WWE highlight being that time he threw Brian Kendrick down a flight of stairs. It wasn't even the strangest part of his character either, as WWE had Parker Boudreaux shave his head cleanly, making him look like a walking thumb in what looked like a walking punishment. Now in AEW, Parker Boudreaux has flopped again. Still, nobody cares about him, as his signing was clearly one made without any sense of direction, as he's now been aligned with two seemingly objectless factions, Ari Davari's Trustbusters and Swerve Strickland's Mogul Affiliates. Last wrestling on the 3rd of March rampage in a loss to Naturally Limitless, at time of recording that is, it seems Parker Boudreaux's pro wrestling career indeed may have been naturally limited. Number 1, Sin Cara. As Mystico, Sin Cara dazzled audiences, became the nation's biggest box office attraction, and regularly sold out arenas. He was a big deal, and then he was Vince McMahon. WWE idiotically chose to have Mystico move straight into life on main roster WWE. Stripped of his speedy style, the rebranded Sin Cara flopped, quite literally, on the first night of Vince McMahon attempting to market him as his next big move into international territory. Springboarding into the ring, Cara didn't clear the top rope, resulting in him clumsily crashing onto the ropes. WWE's inherently disillusioned sports entertainment fanbase was wowed by Sin Cara at first, admittedly, but they were soon bored after the initially marvellous entrance. They weren't the audience Sin Cara needed. They still resided in Mexico, where the scene remained red hot. He instead became renowned for the routine nature in which he botched moves, racking up injuries quicker than Brian Danielson did with Wrestling Observer Newsletter Best Technical Wrestler Awards. Sin Cara's time as the next big thing in WWE was over the night it began, really. And that's our list of any other next big things in wrestling nobody cared about. Well, let us know all about them in the comments section right down below, and don't forget to like, share, and click on that subscribe button while you're down there. Also, if you like this sort of stuff, head on over to whatculture.com and find some more fantastic articles just like the one this video you're watching right now is based on. I've been Gareth from What Culture Wrestling. Cheers for watching this video today, and hopefully we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 